to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall here with another corporate update here on the podcast. Uh, we're sticking with the copper theme. Uh, we heard from Paul Harris chatting with Chicana Copper earlier today. We're going to head up to Mexico and talk about the latest drill results from Barksdale Resources and their San Javier Copper Gold Project in Sonora, Mexico. Joining me on the podcast now is CEO Rick Trotman. Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm pretty good, Trevor. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, this is uh, really exciting. You know, you're kind of uh, expedited some of this uh, this drilling and as actually the assays from the drilling pretty quickly. Uh, you know, in this uh, in this industry, we talk about real a lot of delays in the assay lab. Uh, you mentioned in August you were beginning drilling at San Javier, and at the end of October you had your first drill results out into the market. Uh, before we get into the results, can you talk about really? The quick turnaround in this. Yeah, it was actually okay for us. Uh, I know a lot of laboratories are backed up in BC and in Nevada, but um, we use a, a little outfit out of uh, Arizona and yeah, they've got a relatively quick turnaround time. So we were very happy that we were able to put holes, you know, into the laboratory around the beginning of September and got results maybe six, six and a half weeks later. So yeah, I mean, that's that's great for us. And I think for our investors, it means that as long as the labs stick to the uh, current timetables, we should probably have drill results out every couple of weeks here for the next couple of months. So, um, you know, I got my fingers crossed that we can uh, keep to that kind of a schedule, but I know we were dropping holes off at the lab every probably two weeks. So we should have uh, plenty of assays coming for the rest of the year, at least. Well, it's a it could be a busy news year for you. Given you know it has been kind of quiet for Barksdale over the last couple of years. Oh, Trevor, yeah, absolutely. These are the first holes that we've ever drilled at Barksdale. I mean, I've been the CEO for almost four years now, so you know, getting our our feet wet with the drill is uh, fantastic. But now that we're actually putting these things out to market, it's just like a dream come true. And and you know, for the first holes that we put out into the market, I was extremely happy that we actually put out the caliber of uh, you know, assay result that we did. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm patting my crew on their back and, and, you know, hoping that the uh, next tolls are, are just as good. Yeah. So the San Javier project is the newest property in the portfolio here. Uh, I think it was acquired, was it earlier this year? No, it was last, last year. Yeah. We got it, it uh, about this time last year, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it took us a while to get our feet underneath of us and we relogged a whole bunch of old core, um, and then, you know, we, we got all of the approvals that we needed this uh, past summer and started drilling in August. All right. So these are the uh, the first drill results out of San Javier. I mean, just a couple of highlights from them. And really good intervals here and good grades, obviously. Uh, there was 51 meters grading 0.32% copper and 0.29 grams per ton gold. Uh, but, but really the highlight, the big highlight from the news release last week was 105 meters with 0.63% copper and 0.4 grams per ton gold. Uh, really good widths here. I mean, is this at all surprising to you, Rick? No, no. The the widths aren't surprising. We are very happy that, um, you know, uh, expectations were met there. Um, what was surprising were the grades. So, you know, we went in here trying to shoot a big gap between some historicals and uh, we were very, very pleased with the 0.63 copper. And, and there were also two gold zones kind of within that, that, um, that copper, you know, horizon, so to speak, that, that carry a significant amount of gold in there. And, um, and having some continuity in that gold zone is giving us a lot of hope that we can bulk it up into kind of a standalone zone. And then outside of that, we've got this nice thick oxide 
copper um, zone that you know continues to 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 be hit with ongoing drilling. So um, very excited going forward. Uh, it is worth noting that that first hole was hole four that we mentioned. That was a metallurgical hole. I mean, this is obviously important because you got to get that met that that met data and test work done. Uh, you know, are you do you expect to see news from this test work, or you know, kind of what does that strategy look like here? Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, San Javier had a lot of historic drilling in, it, and so we had confidence that this this project is going to become a deposit and that we're going to be able to push this forward. So the first holes that we put into San Javier, holes one through four of this year, they're metallurgical holes. So they're a little bit larger diameter than regular holes. And so what that's allowed us to do is actually load columns and we're going to get metallurgical recovery data here, you know, probably early next year. They're 120 day columns. So we wanted to get those started because they take a bit of time. But, um, you know, after those are done, we're going to have, you know, data points on recovery. So that way, once the drilling is all wrapped up and we we put all of that information into a new resource, we're going to have the recovery data that we need to, to quickly push this thing towards development. What is the walk us through what the drill program looks like at San Javier this winter? Yeah, so uh, we've probably drilled over half the program so far. It's a 5,000 meter drilling program. Um, We've completed maybe 25 holes so far. uh, And we have probably at least another dozen to 18 holes left. So we should probably be drilling for the next four weeks, if not five weeks. Um, And then, uh, you know, we'll have the results of those holes coming out over the course of the rest of this year into probably January, maybe February of next year. But the goal of the program really is to to go to San, uh, sorry, um, Cerro Verde, which is one of the zones at San Javier, and really get a firm understanding of all the geological controls to mineralization. We think we have a great handle on that right now with these uh, sub-horizontal um, uh, kind of zones that control most of the, the the higher grade resources, and you know we're going to use all of that data to to underpin a new resource, um, and you know next year we'll be able to take this program and kind of step away and go to some of the other prospects on the property and start looking for copper elsewhere. All right, very good. I I, I do want to go up and head north into Arizona and really that Sunnyside project, uh, because earlier this summer there was news out that you were trying to really get a, a full one hundred percent ownership of the Sunnyside project. Uh, challenges kind of came up, and you had to terminate one of the transactions to make that happen. Can you kind of walk us through and give us a story of exactly what happened and why things didn't turn out uh, to be? You know, it wasn't the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, it was unfortunate, Trevor. So we tried to consolidate 100% of Sunnyside, which, as you know, is it's a great project. It's got an immense amount of upside, and it's sitting right next to a to a monster, quite honestly, with South 32's uh, a Taylor Hermosa project. So we thought, in the best interest of all shareholders, you know, Barksdale as well as Regal Resources, that a consolidation would be best. It would be the best opportunity for everyone to make a return at the end of the day. And so we worked nine months putting together this awesome deal for, for Barksdale and Regal shareholders. And ultimately, um, you know, this friendly deal got shot down by a couple of Regal shareholders that uh, for one reason or other didn't uh, didn't appreciate the deal. I don't think they wanted to lose control and perhaps they got a bit emotional. But at the end of the day, uh, we didn't get the super majority necessary to get the vote over the line. We got a majority. Um, 
And so anyway, um, that transaction did not go through, uh, but we bought some legal debt as a bit of an insurance policy, if you will. So um, we are their largest secured creditor and they have defaulted on that debt payment that they owed us in October. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to uh, either get repaid quickly or to exercise our security and uh, ultimately get 100% of the Sunnyside asset. So that will okay. play out here over the next, you know, probably a month or two, Trevor. Um, okay. And uh, I would like to say that, you know, Barksdale and its shareholders are in a great position here. You know, we're a secured creditor, the largest at Regal. And um, uh, I think everything's going to work out. It's probably not the direction you originally wanted to go, but obviously looking in the best interest of shareholders and for the project, uh, you know, perhaps makes sense. I mean, can you talk about making that decision and, and, and using that leverage? Yeah, well, look, we wanted to do the clean, easy deal where everyone made money together. But, um, you know, that's just not how the, the cookie crumbled. So we have this insurance policy in there. It gives us a lot of um flexibility and it gives us a lot of uh you know points into regal so at the end of the day you know them being a cease traded company that that can't raise equity quite honestly um they need to be able to repay almost a three million dollar debt load right now um in order to pay us off and if they can't do that they'll effectively go bankrupt and we'll be able to go after the assets and potentially pay a lot less for them than we were willing to pay this summer so at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 a no lose situation for Barksdale because even if we get paid back, you know, we're accruing interest at seventeen thousand dollars a month. So, um, you know, we'll get a nice little return off of that. I I want to get your sense here on just what you're hearing as far as copper exploration. Obviously, we're, we're we've continued to talk about the copper market and at length here the last couple of weeks uh you know we are seeing some of those big projects obviously catch a bid but some of the 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 exploration the the microcap juniors and exploration have been falling with this correction in the copper price as well uh, you know from what you're hearing and maybe the big scheme of things can you talk about the appetite for smart money to coming into copper exploration in north america are you hearing any larger appetite to see that happen I think there is Trevor. So, you know, our shareholder registry has a, a, a ton of smart money in it, right? A lot of groups that uh, have invested in us over the years and, and all of them, I can say with, with, you know, good confidence are, you know, actively investing in copper. And so they're out looking for the next great things. Um, they have positions in Barksdale, but they're, they're definitely out looking for other opportunities as well as well. And um, you know, in the junior market, there are, you know, kind of two different subsets of projects. They're, they're tiny little guys that have gigantic projects with huge capex, you know, and, and you know, most of those don't move, right? And then there's, uh, you know, companies that have smaller projects that have more, um, you know, uh, let's say capital numbers that are most likely going to be modest and they can probably handle it. And those are the guys that are going to move the most, at least in my mind. So. Um, you know, that's why I'm happy that we have that San Javier project, because it's not going to be if it, you know, has the right legs, it's not going to be a $2 billion capital number. Um, so, you know, I want to have something that you can deploy quickly and move, you know, within this cycle and not have to wait for the next, like a lot of the big, you know, multi-billion dollar porphyry projects. So um, that's my general view, Trevor. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's a good view from Rick Trotman. For he's the CEO of Barksdale Resources. Again, trading on the TSX Venture with BRO and on the OTCQX with BRKCF. Uh, Rick, best of luck to you here as we continue to move forward this winter at San Javier and uh, everything else happening at Barksdale. Until then, uh, have yourself a, a great couple of weeks here. Well, thanks, Trevor. Appreciate you having me on the show. We'll talk to you soon.
The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak to a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.